Welcome to Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast. I am your host, John Wolf. Uh, we're going to have a really interesting episode. I'm going to be interviewing somebody who has uh, also, other than myself, had an interaction with the paranormal, um, ghost stories, things like that. I climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard-looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Jason Vegas, you are now on air. Hey, hey. Hey, there we go. I like that better. I'd like that take better. <laughs> right on, man. It's a great introduction, and uh, thank you for having me. It's good. Pleasure to be here. Nice place. Everything looks good. Sounds good. You look good. You sound good. Appreciate it. Right How on. are you doing today? Uh, me? I'm doing very well. It's a Saturday. I'm off work for the weekend, so uh, it's a pleasure to be in town. Wow, I you. thought it was Friday. <laughs> you did, actually, when we spoke I really thought it was phone. Friday, That's like, right. all day today. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You did say that earlier. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so tell me, what first got you interested in the paranormal? Mm, interested, so to speak. Uh, funny funny choice of words. I'm not really interested. Uh, I, my uh, standpoint on it is that I don't necessarily deny. I don't deny it at all. What I do, uh, I guess, how I, how I do feel is that it's not what people, for the most part, say or uh, put out there. Um, so you just have, you just have a different experience than you, than what you read or see on TV. Yes, that's a good way to put it. I'm okay. quite a skeptic believer. Oh, that's, see, that's words. perfect for the canon of the show because okay. I'm pretty much the only person I think I know that actually believes in this stuff. <laughs> okay, right on. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely a skeptic believer. Uh, and I don't, I, I'm, I lean far more into a spiritual than any type of religion-based belief system on it. Respect oh. that. Respect so you're that. not going to get any of that from me. Uh, th- so we can jot that down on my notes as future guest. Uh, future guest, he has limited or different points of view experience. Right. Definitely not uh, religious. And we can most certainly, um, I know a few people, trust me, somebody, uh, God, my mother, uh, <laughs> Boy, that'd be somebody interesting to bring in on a paranormal conversation. So yeah, so next week we're gonna have uh, Jason's mom on the line. <laughs> so that'd be interesting. We'll see. Uh, we can call her now. No, <laughs> we um, we could pull that off, but we'll we'll wait. We'll wait for a minute on that. Right. Um, so you said you had a paranormal experience, though. But even though you're a skeptic, so why don't you tell us a little bit about, a little bit about that? It's cool. Uh, I like the word. I like that you uh, brought up skeptic again. Uh, you reiterated that word because that's uh, that's going to be a big part of this this uh, this story. Because I believe um, a lot of the belief of this has to do with. I definitely believe that the belief in it is is based because of my my age in in the time of it. Uh, I, I believe as we get older, we don't necessarily believe more or less i think at uh some point in the growing up phase of life in our adolescence our youth that um 
something either happens or doesn't happen, and that basically sets where you stand on it, and then you either pursue or don't pursue. If you know, obviously we don't believe in it, you don't pursue it. <laughs> There's nothing to unprove right. in your mind, but. Well, I mean, it's interesting fact that you bring up that, you know, it's something that happens to you when you're younger for most people. Because, I mean, most of the stories you hear from people, and even in myself, uh, the most active or uh, intense or crazy stories or memories come from when you're younger. And a lot of people attribute that. I like that you that, said active. There you go. You a lot know. of people attribute that to, uh, you know, your overactive personalities or your uh, your imagination as a child. But I feel like there's yeah. got to be another connection there that, that really hones in. I'll tell you what I think the other connection is. I think it's also a lack of, at that age, there's just so many holes to fill in. Like, I think that makes sense to you. Like, what I mean is when you're young, there's a lot left to fill in with the imagination, like you said. But just the unknowing and, and, and nothing has been proven wrong yet, you know? So it ain't really imagination. It's just you haven't been ruined by a whole bunch of people, you know, like I'm sure you'll come into uh, a lot of a lot of that with your podcast and stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's it's, it's definitely a good debate on both sides. What was some of the things that like, let's just start with the beginning, like what, yeah, like how old were you? What happened? 35 years old. John, how old are you? I just turned 30 January. God bless. That's right. Your birthday just showed up. That's right. So, so okay. So, you're 30. I'm 35. So, you're born in 90. I'm not, uh, born in 85. Uh, I was... It's when the great snowstorm was in, in Kentucky. Now, the ice storm? The ice storm. No, was, no, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about... Snow. I think it was in 94? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Okay, you do remember that. Now, you were young, bro. You had to be like four or five years old. Yeah, but I uh, definitely remember opening a garage door and seeing snow... Up to your fucking hip, I bet. <laughs> up to my head. Yeah. It was like oh, five yeah. feet deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so let's say... uh, Here, uh, cheers, real quick, because we're going to start it off. Here. Um, So let's say... uh. For those that, that might be listening, that might be familiar with the area, or if you're even familiar with the area, you know uh, Billtown Road? Yeah. Okay, you know Billtown Road. You know where the, uh, ooh, interesting choice of uh, location, <laughs> a landmark that I'm going to pick here. You know where the, the post office and the uh, cemetery is? There's a post office and a cemetery right there. One up the hill. Negative. It is literally right there on the edge of Ruck, uh, Ruck Regal and Billtown Road. Oh, okay, okay. I know okay. what you're talking about. The post office right there? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to turn on Billtown Road. Okay, we're getting exact directions for everybody to go check out this location. Now. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> for sure. You know, it's a place that I grew up on, and that's a good point. Thank you, because like I just said, here we go talking about that stuff. Anyways, um, Billtown Road, uh, I don't remember the exact, was like a 3,008 or some shit, I don't know. It's not real, uh, but it's it was a house. It had a basement. It was a ranch style house with a basement, and I remember the backyard uh, backed up directly to a little cut of woods that is has now been chopped down. But anyways, so old house, whatever. We move in. I'd say uh, it's definitely 1993, 94. It's that year of the bad uh, snowstorm. So I'm eight or nine years old now. My belief about the age, eight and nine years old, seven to ten is the magic, we'll say imagination number. Okay, yeah. Age, imagination age. All right. I was a latchkey kid. I was, uh, you know, I come home from school. Uh, school was down the road. I'd walk home. I'd got myself in, and I stayed alone until grandmother 
got home from work. She worked after uh, whatever. And she'd come home six, seven o'clock at night. Some if she had to stop at the store, eight o'clock at night. And this was nothing new for my generation. All right. So um, now we had a house. We had a cousin of mine or an uncle of mine that lived downstairs in the basement for a while. Made a little bedroom downstairs. All right. Now. Two things in this story, and these are really the only things that ever happened to me, and they only happened to me here at this house. I remember distinctly, and some of these are very dismissive. I can we, we can we can scientifically dismiss a couple of these. We'll talk about it. Well, let's leave an open interpretation for the listeners then. Okay, just, well, I'll say how I out. could probably. Yeah, let's just see it in your perspective. So, um, upstairs one day, and let's now this was not the first time. And uh, mind you that I reported these to my parents or my my uh, my grandma and everybody. I made it public knowledge. <laughs> I called the press, and uh, so now we had a guy living downstairs. But a radio would turn on and off. I know where our brains are going there. A radio would turn Ooh. on and off. Okay, and um, dude, we had. A, a shower downstairs that wasn't finished. It was one of those things where it just says a, a pipe and a shower head and you fucking hang a curtain in a circle, okay? And a little drain. And it was a, you know, shower for whoever the fuck stayed down there. I hated that basement, dude. It was so fucking scary. There's not many basements I wouldn't think that are... No, there's some good basements out there. Warm, <laughs> cozy, friendly fucking basements. Not this. Concrete, cold, slabby, shitty... Wet, damp. Perfect ghost material. Moldy. You can't see the corners. (laughs) Even with the lights on, like, something's not right. And you gotta walk all the way to the light bulbs hanging down with the small-ass string through the dark to turn the light on. Oh, yeah. You remember that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. My parents' room, house still has a room like that. (laughs) With all today's technologies and shit, just the old fucking uh, 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 scare shitless fucking shit. Alright, so anyways, um, and yeah, I would be upstairs, and this was, uh, when I, this was before I played video games, so I was still playing with toys and shit like that, you know, and I distinctly remember, like, just dropping toys, whatever I was playing with, I think it was like a Wolverine toy, I distinctly see it, remember it in my head, dropping a Wolverine toy, and hearing, uh, fuck is that noise? What was that noise? downstairs creep around the kitchen you know it'd be kind of like laid out very similar to this place i'm at now and i'd come around the corner to the door that leads to the basement and you could hear and it was clearly you know how you can hear the static of a radio station you know it's not clear like a cd player or something like that oh yeah the waviness and the the (laughs) and i kid you not man like I got the balls to go down there. The first time, you didn't really care. You know, you're like, oh, what the hell? Did Uncle Craig, the guy that was standing, did Uncle Craig, like, leave, is Craig here? I remember yelling his name out, you know? And I go down there, and I see his, his cot set up, you know, his uh, cot and his little makeshift studio bedroom shit and the radio. And I went over to the fucking radio, and I, you know, turned it off. I think I unplugged it because I'm a kid, and I didn't know how to fucking turn this shit off. I don't think, no, I didn't unplug it. I didn't unplug it. I turned it off because I remember upstairs it coming back on. Mm. Now, somebody once had talked to me about this so we could put a pin in this, that if it was an alarm, okay, that it could have been a snooze. 
Well, you know, that makes some sense. That like, might be, it could what be like I an alarm, but it wasn't set on a real station, so then it was just on the gravel station. And I might have been... No, it was a station, but it wasn't, like, a very strong signal. So what I mean is, play the music, but it would be, like, real, like, uh, in and out of, like... Uh, uh, right. Uh, stuff like that, you know what I mean? What a strong signal. Um, but what I mean is, maybe the way I turned it off was the snooze button. You know, I am a child... And uh, all this time passes, and we embellish, and we change things in our mind. Fuck, we forget shit. You know, I forgot these stories until you fucking made me remember them. Yeah. Just for the, the purpose of, of going over it. So, maybe the way I turned off the, 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 the radio was hitting the snooze button. You know, I didn't know. Say I'm fumbling. Hit the button. Boom. Oh, turns off. Boom. Five minutes later, or whatever, it comes back on. Because that's what happens with snooze. So, all right. That's the one story, all right? But we also had bad pipes in the basement. It wasn't really supposed to be. Uh, dude, you had this weird thing that when you blink, only your right eye blinks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Like, quit winking at me, you sexy beast. No, if you have, and then just so you know, if you, uh, if you guys hear any background noise or shuffling or anything like that, there's not a ghost in here with us. Yeah, we got a few Jason's ghosts. Jason's just a very large, strong, muscular man. I He's am a not very strong or muscular. He's a very active storyteller i am not a strong keeping him still man. for 30 seconds is a challenge <laughs> okay now that's that's true that's about as true as mr wolf here is uh sexy mr wolf is a very sexy man that's all i was trying to say redacted <laughs> i didn't even push the button redacted i like that though you almost sounded just like redacted. him <laughs> that was that's crazy okay continue with your story continue with your story and so that, well, that's about wrapped up um for that for that story. Now the next one is is, is better. But uh, the no, one wait, but what happened? Okay, the one that ties you're talking about the pipes. I was saying. Yeah, yeah, we were okay. talking about the pipes, and then there, there was, was a thing. There was there's another thing in the, th in the corner. No, there wasn't a corner. I wasn't talking about a corner. You said there's no lights in the corners. Oh, I was saying with the basement, it was just so shitty how you can't okay. see the corners of the basement from anywhere. Like the way that the one light bulb hung down off the thing, it wasn't. Long, uh, wasn't powerful enough, or uh, uh, bright enough to see the corners of the basement. That's what okay. I'm saying. Redact that. And so, um, all right. Really, uh, that's that was the introduction to like, oh shit, this place is scary. But we had bad pipes. And I swear, this was told to me by my grandmother uh, that this was a possibility. All right. We didn't have like a, a throwover switch. Like, you know how in your bathtub slash shower, you've got a switch that you would hit that would turn it from tub mode to shower mode. And all of a sudden you're like, more. like the lever. Yeah, the lever. You yeah. hit a lever and it goes from coming out the faucet to coming out the shower. Yeah. So downstairs on this makeshift shower, there wasn't that. It was just turn it on. Alright? And it was a literally like an outside faucet where you had to fucking just Close the valve to open the other one. Yeah, and it was okay. somewhere in the middle of hot and cold. One valve, that's it. All right, that's how fucking porous it was. Uh, and supposedly, the expl explanation for this happening was that we had bad pipes and the pressure if um, when people flush a lot. Supposedly, after so many flushes in the house, it builds up this pressure or whatever, and the shower would fucking come on. Oh. It would just start spewing. See, in my house, it was always like... You're taking a shower, and then somebody's in the background. They flush the toilet upstairs or something, and you're like, Holy crap, it's cold! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yelling at your sister, Jenna, 
what the fuck are you doing? Why are you turning the cold water on? Or, or it's hot. I'm burning up. Yeah, bro. I remember that, dude. Okay. Yeah. And Absolute worst time ever. Like, you think you get five minutes of, like, alone time, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you get scalding hot or freezing cold water. Right, right, right. I'll drink to that. I try to clean it. <laughs> um, let people know. You got to have a drink. Doing these, these, these are very, there's a lot of work that goes into these podcasts. You know, you should be able <laughs> yeah. to enjoy, uh, celebrate, you know, with a drink. You're doing a good job. This is amazing. So uh, um, how about that? Um, the second part? Or yeah. What? Let's just, let's the, the second, second part, part is very interesting because this is my favorite one to talk about. It's really, you know, I've barely ever really talked about this, the first one because I feel like it's been kind of backed. Or, uh, 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 you have away. alternative ex- explanations. explanations for it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to start off our next story with uh, a trip down memory lane. Let's think about VCRs. All right. Remember VCR you had? Yep. Clock was never set. There you go. (laughs) Hey, cool. Right, right. Those were a tough thing to fucking do. If you could set a VCR, you were like a hacker back in the day. Uh, Matter of fact, all the people that did know how to set the clock VCRs are hackers today. You know, that's a fun fact. Did not know that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd like to fact check that. (laughs) There you go. Independent fact checking. We'll have Trump on that. And uh, I'm telling you, so we're going to think about VCRs. All right. Because, all right. Now, remember... Tapes, obviously VHSs. For people that are listening, this is something that before these flat plastic, uh, pretty things called discs came around, and DVDs. We used to watch films uh, on giant cassette tapes called VHSs. Cassette tapes were the things that were around for music, uh, just like videos. Man, these were tapes. Magnetic maybe. recording for anybody who is that's a nerd right. Out there. It magnetic was magnetic. Recording. Thank you, because I really did forget that that is how they transpose it on there. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Anyways, VHS, a VCR. Now, the reason why uh, I'm starting out with this because uh, for those listening, you're going to need to pull back to your own personal memory of a VCR here if you've ever had one. Because the um, the fact of this, or whatever the the point of this, all comes back to uh, if we all share a similar experience with a VCR. As, as silly as that sounds, we're taking a trip in the wayback machine. Yeah, wayback. Where's Peabody and Sherman? Here they are. Not Sherman. P P Wallaby Lane or whatever is P Sherman Wallaby Lane. Was that his address? That's no. That's from. Uh, oh, you're talking about from. Uh, okay, Finding Nemo. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. God love it. Okay. So, anyways, all right. Anyways, now VCR was not downstairs, so this was not. This did not have something to do with the basement. Okay. All right. Interesting enough. So it's still in the house, but not in the basement. All right. Now, here we go. I'm by myself. It's always a recipe for disaster. All right. By myself, eight, nine years old. I. This freaked me out so much. Okay. So much. That I called Kroger. Now, no cell phones, bro. Back in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 1993, 94, all right. I freaking called Kroger because my grandmother had told me she was going grocery shopping after work, all right. And that's where we went shopping. 
and had them fucking get her on the phone. Dude, I'm on hold. I'm a kid. You know, you call Kroger. Back in the day, it was a great customer service but with wait, stuff like we're this. skipping the big part. Why did you call her? Like, what happened? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to the it. The suspense is killing me. That's the whole point. This is a suspense podcast. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. I didn't think so until now. All right. So I'm playing with my toys, right? I'm saying, bang, bang. You know, Wolverine's beating up Gambit. You know, Wolverine's invincible. We right, all know that. Right, 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 right. And uh, I start hearing... What the fuck is that noise? And I get up from my bedroom and I go down the hall. And uh and I go down the hall. And like kinda walk into the living room. And I hear the stop. It's like what the hell? And I noticed the VCR. The TV was not on. It was and these are one of those old school TVs, big giant blocked style TV that rotated and twisted and turned. Yeah. You know, alright? And the big and the VCR was connected to it. Now then the VCR did the and the door of the the, the cassette holder part of it lid tray thing opened. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I'm scared at this point. I'm alone. Was this one of the ones that rewound the tapes by itself? No, and that's a very good point that you're going in this right now. Alright. <laughs> just asking. Because my VCR would not rewind. It wouldn't do a tape function. Okay, rewind, fast forward, anything. If it didn't have a tape in it. Oh. And I'm standing there in shock. And I'm not lying about this. I'm not embellishing this or anything, right? And it obviously did something to make the noises. What I assume was uh, the rewind and stuff that it's about to do again. It does it again. I'm sitting there and it does. You see it do the little two red triangles in the backwards light up on the itty bitty little digital screen. As I'm close enough, I'd say from here to, uh, fuck, you know, the wall. Okay, yeah. let's say six, eight feet away. And I look down and I see it and my heart's racing. I remember I'm a little kid and I'm freaking the fuck out. And there's no tape in it. You can see it, all right? Because the, 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 the thing is open, okay? And there's no tape in it and it's doing the rewind. It does it. It stops, does the kerchunk, and the fucking thing like flops back down or whatever. All right. I'm losing my fucking mind. All right. Because then afterwards, after it did this, now I wasn't freaked out fully until, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm young, but I'm not like too young to do this. I tried to eject. I hit the eject button. I was like, what movie's in there? That's when I found out there's no tape in there. I was like, Whoa, how did hey. it just, re I'm like, that's weird. How did it just rewind with no tape? So then I reach over and I grab Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> uh, that for all you folks at home is uh, uh, Chuck Norris. Great. Any movie with Chuck Norris is a great. I, uh, it was a Christmas gift I got. Uh, so Lone <clears throat> Wolf McQuaid, a VHS. Uh, I grab it and I put it in the, the, the VCR. <laughs> it feeds in. Uh. It was already rewound, so I hit fast forward. All right, Boom, went forward, you know, a little bit, stopped it, hit rewind. It did the noises, all that. It rewound, hit eject. Then I tried to hit that without it, without it in there. I hit rewind again to make the VCR rewind without a tape in there, like it had just done. Got there. It would not do it. I'm hitting the button just. Nothing. Nothing. Every time I'm hitting the button, 
it, it, it's like it just doesn't do it it won't rewind now i did this off and on for the next week or so i would try to rewind nothing to see if it would do it again but this freaked me so much out it's 7 7 30 all right and i called kroger and i called my grandmother on the phone even right now i don't know if i blocked this out of my memory but even right now something's coming back to me about i don't know if i don't know if i <laughs> I don't know if I locked the door when I wasn't supposed to lock. That's right. Alright. I was so freaked out that I locked the deadbolt, which is like, at this time, it's a top deadbolt. And uh, after you left the basement. Yeah. Two separate incidences okay. on two separate days. I'm I was still imagining this. No, not a basement. This was upstairs in the living room. The VCR in the living room that was freaking out and doing this, all right? And then so I went and locked the fucking door and stuff like that, like that. Let me lock myself in with this ghost. <laughs> That's how Do you dumb. locked yourself in? Yeah, well, yeah. Why? I'm, I'm so freaked out. I'm so freaked <laughs> out, you know. I called my grandma. She's like, calm down. The house isn't haunted. Ha, 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 ha. Whatever. And uh, 30, 45 minutes, she came home told her everything and she said that's goofy there must have been a tape in it like I remember my grandma arguing about it. but like I said throughout the next uh, fucking week or something man there was at least four or five times where I tried to rewind nothing and it wouldn't do it I think if there was a ghost, the message would be, be kind and rewind. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. oh Wolf, Mr. Wolf took a, took, took a bite out of humor with that one. Uh. But yeah, there we go with, um, quite honestly, my only two uh, personal paranormal experiences. Well, that is Awesome, and I appreciate you sharing your stories with me and everybody else here. Mm -hmm. um, now, I just have a few interesting little facts here that I did some research before this show, just out of curiosity, mm -hmm. about a couple of the major myths surrounding uh, paranormal experiences, similar to yours. A lot of people um, say there's, like, there's mainly two different things. Uh, one would be that only old buildings can be haunted. Oh, okay. This is a good direction we're going in because that will trans that, that'll that'll segue into my point I was going to make in a little bit. But go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> so the the one of the biggest discrepancies in that is that only old buildings can be haunted. Um, like for instance, a decrepit ancient Victorian mansion with broken windows, creaky floors, moldy furniture. You know, those make the best haunted houses for Hollywood, but. Some form of as decay. Far, as far as where it really goes, it's not really necessarily where ghosts hang out, in my okay. opinion. Okay. And according to a lot of statistics taken by paranormal investigators, uh, beyond just old houses, researchers have claimed to found paranormal evidence in jails, asylums, hospitals, hotels, museums, battleships, cruise liners, cars, roads, forests, absolutely anywhere that could be placed to be is haunted, right? So there doesn't necessarily need to be or have a depth or a death on the property 
either. Oh, that's a good thing. You, really, there doesn't have to be a, a death no. of a sort. So for there, there to there's be a, a place. Attachment. So somebody, a spirit can die. Sorry, I know I'm coming yeah, in here, but this. So something can die, or a spirit can come from somewhere else to haunt something. Absolutely. No fucking way. So put it in this way: um, you've heard of vortices, right? Vortices, spiritual. That's, m- that's multiple vortexes. Yes. Okay, go ahead. So <laughs> there's vor- vortexes and vortices. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure I am. So there's there's many cases in the United States alone of places that haven't had any deaths, that haven't had any major wars or casualties or anything in documented history that could be proven as a relatable cause to be a spiritual epicenter. But it is. And people that go there have uh, electronic issues. They have... Um, interference or something. They have all kinds of interference. Electronics turning on, turning off. Uh, cars breaking down. Just a lot of unexplained phenomenon in these areas. And there's no reason, okay. even by a paranormal standpoint, why that should be. And Like no deaths, no... Counter- exactly. And a counterpoint to that argument would be magnetic fields. So this is why I'm bringing it up. Because according to your story, it had to do with an electronic device okay. that was based around magnetics, right? I would say there's magnetics involved, absolutely. So you could have, by theory, a very small magnetic gateway Are that you allowed I had something. A haunted movie. At I one think point? you had a haunted VCR at the very least. <laughs> I had a haunted movie at one point, and it, it transferred into my VCR. Not when I rewound that. it, I, I, I just think like the the the, the science and magnetism. Okay, is okay. still has so many other purposes other than well, I'm on board with what that. we're already aware of. That's really interesting. I like the idea of this. Uh, I really like the idea of it because uh, remember how you know the ring was a haunted tape. Yeah, I mean that that I think that could work because they got that idea right. Yeah, like, but that, I mean, who nobody, just thinks of that? There was no scientist. Imagine if this. Pod, imagine if they, you know, th- th- they redid that today, you know, and they did it like some podcasters are looking this up, you know, and like it's uh, it's transferable through magneticness or whatever you're saying through the, through the tape. And the question is, how did that curse of the ring transfer to the person? If there wasn't not something other than magnetics having to do with electrical magnetic fields, right? So electromagnetism, that's a whole other level. Our bodies create electromagnetic Waves and functions. Yeah. Our hearts literally emit electricity, which is why we use electricity to restart a heart. Yeah, you're right. BT, what's it? Um, BMUs or whatever it is? Uh, Something like that. I would yeah. have to confirm. Something like that. We can't uh, get too technical the on the podcast. I should know the answer. To that. We can't get technical on the podcast because people that are listening, they're going to comment, make us feel like jerks. Right. So, so here's my counterpoint for you as a skeptic. Yeah. My job now Certainly is to try and to put it into terms that could possibly explain why that actually is instead of is not. Why it's actually haunted instead of it not. Now, I love that. And it's a shame that I don't feel like your other side of the coin isn't here. It'd be nice if there was a. Um, well, you are the other side of the coin. You're. you're okay, you I'm said the skeptic. Yourself, you're but it'd a be nice. Of respect, uh, skeptic. We, we need a VCR, uh, uh, professional VCR repairman to fucking tell me <laughs> like he's our scientific expert on this. Uh, maybe kidding. after we hit 2,000 views, we'll get a professional VCR repairman Dude, if they still exist. Because I will watch this podcast <laughs> 2,000 times by tomorrow and we'll. Like, 2,000 <laughs> times, 2,000 different accounts. I am for it. Okay. 
Oh, I heard about people doing that, by the way. Fucking. So aside from that, you also mentioned the dark, right? Which was an interesting point. And, and again, I did these notes, and you can see it on my computer. No, absolutely. I love doing I did these notes work. before you told me your story. There's you, a lot of work You haven't this. told me the story before. So my point is that there Redacted. is the point of the story where you're talking about the it being dark and everything like that, mm-hmm. which is a very common thing you hear in paranormal stories as well. Right. Um. So one of those things is is that you don't have to be dark. It doesn't have to be dark. In fact, there's actually a lot of paranormal investigators that have disproven the theory that it, it has to happen at night to have a paranormal experience. Right. Uh, there's a lot of reasons that okay. to host, uh, it's actually ghost hunt at night, air quotes included in that. Um, <laughs> right to, uh, at night. One of those reasons would be, if you were to argue that point, is that the world quiets down, the daylight fades away. Some locations that you enter only are allowing you to enter after dark. Oh, Or okay. business hours or things okay. like that. Uh, okay. It's also much creepier and it's better for the film aesthetic. So, again, another Hollywood tribute. Um, but really, it's it's best. It's the best time to play with your <laughs> sweet night vision camera. <laughs> okay, okay. But That's funny aside from all that, if you really want to chase ghosts and you really want to, like, involve yourself with... Different energies, and when I say ghosts, I'm talking about energies, y'all. Okay. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, okay. Uh, a lot of these paranormal experiences, um, due to a lot of the research that I've done, have concluded that it's it's just energy. We're all made up of energy. Like I said, electromagnetism, uh-huh. electricity, um, waves, are however you would gauge or feel out an emotion or a soul in a person. That it, That's just one of those things that it's like... You can't really measure, but they exist, right? I think a person's soul... We can't explain it, but it exists. We all have consciousness, and that exists. Yeah, that's a good way of... That's a a good comparison. Go ahead. So, with that point, now how do you feel about ghosts, and how far would you go to actually prove, knowing this information, that ghosts could possibly be real, even with your own experience? Well... For the record, I never, um, I don't think I ever really came out and was like, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, I'm just really skeptic about, probably, I don't know, shit, 99% of people's ghost stories, or whatever that they say, like, and the reason why I'm not fully skeptic or whatever, or I fully just don't believe it, is because I have my own little stupid experiences, you know? And that I, you cannot. What? All right. Here's something I won't deny that I believe. I definitely believe this: that there is no way that you can remove so much energy as my, in terms of like say, uh, my my mind takes me to like Auschwitz to the to, to the Jewish camps, places of mass mass death, death or trauma. Okay. There you go. Let's. There you go. Mass death or trauma. Like we have Waverly Hills here. Mm-hmm. Places where um, there's a heavy stain, where there's a big, you said a vortice, a large vortex of death flow, you know. Energy after, transfer, let's put it that way. There you go. Energy, I like <sighs> your... Um, My vocabulary is very you, good on this one. <laughs> you know, not just that, but I, I, like the, I like how you're choosing to explain it, you know, because I, that's the same way I would do it too. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to deny the fact that I believe... Uh, places of such uh, high energy staining and, and flow um, won't have some type of fucking residual 
backlash, some type of negative or positive um, reaction to the fact that all that took place at a, at a place, you know? So, um, and that being said, that is why I won't go to, like, Waverly Hills or somewhere. And remember earlier I said I had a point I wanted to segue into? Yeah, go ahead. This is a perfect point. This is a perfect place. What I wanted to segue into is um, haunted places, energies, not necessarily haunted, but um, high paranormal energy places. Um, I look at it like this. All right. When it comes to that type of energy, I, I claim to be, and this is, this is for a totally different podcast, totally different situation, but just so you have an idea of me. I'm a high-level, what I would call a high-level empath. I would agree with that. Yeah. And so um, that's cool. Uh, thank you. And um, what one of the perks or one of my, uh, you know, let's think of it like an RPG, my stat pool, okay? One of my perks that comes with being such a high-level, my personalized tree, uh, skill tree, is that I have a way, my energy has a way of shutting down other energies. Let's say I have a level two or a level three empathic spiritual energy uh, field. Okay, so what that means in, in, in the way that I would try to explain this is that my level three would be strong enough to shut down. Say somebody's like, oh my God, my house is haunted. You got to come over. Uh, I want to show you. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I don't really believe you. Let me, and, I'll, and I'll, I've, I've explained this to somebody, this situation I'm, I'm actually telling you. Uh, and I'll go over there. And because I'm such a high energy empath, my personal energy is so strong, vibration, frequency, whatever, that it will shut down anything that's like a level three or lower on spiritualness. Like, a, like so <clears throat> wa- like, like Waverly Hills is a fucking 10. It's a level 10. My level three ain't going to fuck with that. I can walk into Waverly Hills and guarantee that, it, that, that I'll get fucked with. I can't conquer that energy. I won't be able to, like, shut that down. Meaning, like, say somebody thinks they hear shit all the time in their house. All right, well, when I come around, if it's lower than, if it's lower than my level, it won't make noises. It won't act up. It won't do its thing. It won't prove itself. Or something won't happen. I, I tend to balance out other energies. So you're saying you're more of like in the spiritual world, the alpha. Oh fuck! I've never a heard those terms before, and b don't necessarily know what that would mean. You were you you have this energy vibration about you that people in the normal space of your existence, ninety percent of them just shut down and do not challenge it. Yeah, that's a good way of actually saying it. Okay. Yeah, I would agree to that. Even yeah, uh, a spiritual alpha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Without fucking stroking my own ego here. Oh, that's it's stroking hard. <laughs> no, that's yeah. I can get on board with that because uh, I've been told recently in the past like six months, some people recently that I've um, hung out with have had very interesting insight into me and shows very interesting ways of explaining me. And some of it was, uh, somebody tried to call me, 
you know, oh, you're such a dom, you know, you're so alpha. And I was like, well, I don't really feel like it. You know, it doesn't seem like I am. And then, you know, they say a few things. They're like, well, do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, th- well what about this, this, this? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, that's because you're this. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So, spiritual alpha? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um I have, like, and, I, and like I said earlier, like an RPG, like I feel like some, some type, some sorcerer of sorts. An energy, empath. People don't take it... People don't take it for uh, uh, worth anything anymore to be, a, and then to be a male, you know, to be a right, guy, right. a thirty-five-year-old dude that's got that's an empath. Not you know, there's so many men out there that could have done great things with it by the age, by their thirties or forties, but they never fucking they shut it down because they had to be manly or something. You know, that's a whole other podcast. You know, so but go ahead now. What were you saying? Well, actually, we're coming up on. The one hour mark, and I wanted to share with everybody a story that I found recently. Um, this is a local true ghost story that was oh, okay. put in the newspapers and everything. Wow! Um, it's uh, back it's actually, when we had newspapers. It's based on a true crime as well. Oh fuck! I'm listening, dude. So we're gonna finish this episode with a true story. I, I want to do a couple of these interview episodes with the same thing. Uh, this one's called "Choke Your Chain." Choke your chain. Redacted. Not. (laughs) Um, Yes, so that's what it's called. So, here is the story that was printed in June of 1938. Holy shit. I know, I know. In a little town in eastern Kentucky. What town? I need to know. For reasons I didn't put that in there. I don't know why. Okay, go ahead. I must have missed that fact or just didn't write it down. Either way, so... In June of 1938, in a little town in eastern Kentucky, Carl came home and caught his wife cheating. Her lover escaped out the window, but in his wrath, Carl strangled his wife with a small length of chain. Realizing what he had done, he committed suicide and was buried in a cemetery separate from his wife. Several weeks later, cemetery workers noticed the gravestone had become discolored and in a pattern of a chain around the stone. And it became, not long after that, those workers seen it more and more and more, and they became more and more frightened. Another individual, James Collins, a local boy, threw stones at Carl's grave. And on his way home, the chain came off of his bike strangling him as he wrecked. Of all ways. James' mother, in her grief, destroyed Carl's grave with a small axe. The next day, while hanging out with the fa- hanging out the family's laundry, she slipped and strangled herself on the clothesline. Oh my god. Now this is all this was in the papers. It's in the paper. There were matching se- obituaries to there were several other strange strangling incidents, totaling up to five, but Carl's grave remained untouched until the year 1958, when a strip mine destroyed the grave, instant installing a new project, and nothing else was ever reported again. So it wasn't touched for 20 years until when? What happened? 1958, when a strip mine 
redevelop the property for a project. Oh, so what they so what, what so what happens when that happens? What strip mine comes in? What do they do? They just empty out the fucking graveyard, or they? they I guess they emptied out. They tear down the gravestone. Build over it, yeah. dude. That's that fucking like pet cemetery shit, man. It is, dude. What's there now? I, I'm not sure. 1958. There was very limited information. All right, we should look up. There's got to be something here. If you were to bring that stuff up again for future reference, man, it'd be like leave notes like what what business or what mine that was, any type of location, because, dude, how neat would it be? Then you fucking you do the research, you find out where that is today. See what's sitting on that land. Yeah, that would be really interesting if we could figure that out. Yeah. Well, that is about all the time we have today, unfortunately. Oh. For this episode, I cannot believe how fast that went by. It's, it, once you get going, it just goes, man. So, thank you all so much for listening to Wolf Takes a Bite. Oh, we will be catching up with you next week with another interesting story. Might even throw in another local ghost story in there, and a new guest, and maybe even a new guest. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. To listen to your comments. Make sure you go ahead and favorite, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, follow, subscribe. and uh, keep checking out all the great content coming out here from Gray Man Media. And don't forget, it murders your thirst. Yeah! This has been John Wolf. Thank you and good night! Uh-oh.